Hey, this is Graham Ellis from ComedyFilmNerds.com. You're listening to PF Tape Recorder, and it's delightful. Yeah, this is my tape recorder. Coming up, comedian Lisa Landry turns out to be one of those people who annoyingly use her cell phone in public. When we found that out, because that's well, what was happening when she was talking to us. I'm surrounded by like 60 disgruntled people. Also, Jim Rome discusses NBA players going to Europe to play during the NBA labor dispute. And we have a song from Mike Travers in the musical portion of the tape recorder. Um, I've got a few seconds here uh, just to say... Thanks to all the folks who have been downloading the tape recorder, even though we're still not quite sure if people are listening ironically, which my wife insists has to be the case. In other words, people are laughing at me and not with me. And as I've said before, I I picture people saying, yeah, there's this guy and he has this podcast and he interviews comedians and that part's cool, but he thinks he's funny and he's really not. So, um, but thanks for those of you putting up with uh, my nonsense uh, in in either case. Um... (laughs) So just keep downloading it, tell your friends about it, whether you're laughing at it or with it. Um, you know, I'm just happy for the attention, quite frankly. Uh, with that out of the way, it is now time, as always, for fake news. And now, fake news with me. A rainbow-chasing German sky photographer has seen your common double rainbow and has just doubled it capturing the first natural quadruple rainbow ever reported, New York scientist tells us. The double rainbow guy from YouTube is resting under heavy sedation upon hearing that news. NBC has canceled the Playboy Club after only three episodes. The network cited low ratings, lukewarm reviews, and impatience as contributing factors to the show's demise. A show called the Playboy Club on NBC is like opening a Starbucks that serves everything but coffee. Governor Perry boasts that Quote, we cleaned up our air in Texas more than any other state during the decade of the 2000s. But that's based on homemade statistics compiled by Texas officials who only counted measures from Houston and Dallas and left out cities where there was a less measurable improvement. State officials say their method is scientifically defendable, but EPA and environmental groups disagree. We actually have a little demonstration here of uh, Rick Perry uh, testing the air in Texas here. Mmm! Don't smell too bad to me, boys. How about you? Mm. With this labor dispute still unsettled, the National Basketball Association has canceled all of its preseason games. However, for fans longing for meaningless basketball games, there's always the NCAA basketball season, which runs from now through February, when conference tournaments and the March Madness begin. Attorney General Eric Holder lashed back Friday at Republican congressional leaders who suggested that he misled a House committee when he testified earlier this year that he was not aware of details about a flawed federal investigation that allowed hundreds of weapons to flow to violent Mexican drug cartel enforcers. Quote, he said, Look, just because I gave a lot of different answers at a lot of different times doesn't mean I misled anybody. You just have to listen more carefully. Scientists don't quite know if global warming is changing the signs of fall like it has already with an earlier arriving spring. They're turning their attention to fall foliage in hopes of determining whether climate change is leading to a later arrival of autumn's golden, orange, and red hues. Studies in Europe and in Japan already indicate leaves are changing color and dropping later, so it stands to reason that it's happening here as well, said Richard Primack, professor of biology at Boston University. 
Scientists from the George C. Marshall Institute, an organization funded largely by ExxonMobil, says the effect on fall foliage is caused by burdensome corporate taxes, excessive government regulation, and Obamacare. Because everything is Obamacare's fault. And finally, astronomers say Uranus takes a pounding more frequently than thought. This has prompted several southern states to consider enacting new anti-sodomy legislation. And uh, another headline from that same story, uh, Uranus ablaze in new infrared photos. Uh, more on this after a word from Preparation H. Okay, sometimes you have to finish with the, uh, you know, with the more junior high kind of stuff, you know? It kind of evens it out. So there's something for everybody. And that's been fake news with me. The new Mountain Dew Summer flavors are here, and they're extreme, extremely extreme. Like the new Mountain Dew Nervous Conniption. Mountain Dew Nervous Conniption has to be the best flavor ever. And I was trying, you know, I was listening to All Time Low, which just happens to be my favorite band in the world. You know, so it was all good. So whenever I listen to them, I think about the Nervous Conniption, because I mean, it's just that good. Oh, and right now I'm talking about one friend, Emma, because I'm probably going to have Mountain Dew Nervous Conniption with her, because, you know, wouldn't that be so much fun? We'd be all really hyped together. You know, because being hyped okay. is like, the best part of all right. Dude, okay, thank you. Thank you. Know, that's why it's so great. Shut up! Ah, sorry! <laughs> New Mountain Dew Nervous Conniption. Get some fast. This fall on PBS, Michelle Bachman presents The Civil War. We know there was slavery that was still tolerated when the nation began. We know that was an evil. And it was a scourge and a blot and a stain upon our history. But we also know that the very founders that wrote those documents worked tirelessly until slavery was no more in the United States. Join us for this insightful, in-depth, and bat-crazy look at the Civil War, this fall on PBS. Jim Rome Show. I am Van Smack in the Box. Jay Stu is tracking down Jay Moore. Hopefully he'll be able to pinch off a vine in the next hour. Right now I want to talk about the NBA labor situation, which just passed the 100-day mark. This week, Tony Parker became the latest NBA player to play in Europe. Parker's going to play in France. He's going to make $2,000 a month. And that's prompted the clones to start jamming my inbox. Dear Rome, are French basketball games 48 minutes like in the NBA? And if so, at what point does one team surrender to the other? That's from Tim in Crapanopolis. Look, clones, France is a wonderful country, and thanks to you, I've been there many times. So stop jamming my inbox with your surrender resets and your stinky cheese resets and your rude to Americans resets. They are not funny, and I will not read them. Here's another one. Dear Rome, at least if Parker gets injured, he gets free health care. Signed, Michael Moore. That's not funny. Look, if he does get injured, clones, he could forfeit the rest of his NBA career. Dear Van Slap, does this mean Parker won't have to shower after games? Not funny. First of all, clones, I don't know if you follow the news, and for my sake, I hope you don't, but maybe sometime, instead of emailing my show, or looking at the babe of the day, or giving your checking account information to a Nigerian prince, look at a news website. Because a couple of months ago, a French guy got into a lot of trouble in New York. Allegedly, he walked out of a bathroom after taking a shower and got all up on the hotel maid. Out of the shower, clones. Okay, look, he could have pretended to take a shower. I get that. He could have went in there, ran the water, and then just walked out. I get that. I just don't buy it. 
Here's why. If you're going to smooth on the hotel maid, you're going to want to look and smell your best. Also, the French not taking showers is just a lame joke that gets repeated over and over again. And if there's one thing I'm an expert on besides sports, it's lame jokes that get repeated over and over again. Okay, time for a break. When we come back, your phone calls. Have a take, do not suck, and try to sound like me as much as possible. Lisa Landry is a very hilarious stand-up comedian. She started her career in her native New Orleans, spent some time in New York, and is now living in Los Angeles. And uh, like many comedians who speak to us from Los Angeles, she spoke to us while doing something involving her car. Here's our interview with Lisa Landry. Okay, joining us on PF Tape Recorder, Lisa Landry. Lisa, welcome to the show. Hey, it's good to be here. Um, it's been a while since we spoke, uh, I think at least two or three years, uh, last time I interviewed you for Cincinnati. Um, what's, yeah. What's new with you? Oh, uh, you know, it's been touring. I just put out a new DVD called Brazilian Air, and I'm very proud of it. It was a three-camera shoot out of Denver, Colorado. Wow. All new material. Oh, cool. So did you shoot that in a big theater? Yeah. Big theater there? What's that? Right? Big theater Yeah, there? no, they got, a, they got a great club. It's like a 450-seat club. Ah. So uh, it's a big huge, uh, big, huge stage. And I actually got uh, the cats who taped Obama's acceptance speech at the DNC in 2007 or 2008. Was it 2008? Yes. I lose track of time, boo. I really, I don't know what year it is right now. <laughs> but uh, they came out to, to shoot my special. Wow. That's pretty huge. Yeah, so it's cool. Yeah, it's real cool. Yeah. So, uh, I'm at the DMV right now in Los Angeles. The, 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 uh, we spoke to Jimmy Pardo a couple of weeks ago at the car wash. So, uh, <laughs> so if you, if you think people in LA live in their cars, we, we can dispel that myth net right now. If you live in Los Angeles, you don't really live in your car. <laughs> yeah, it's all about your damn car out yeah. here. It's really crazy. <laughs> wow. So, uh, how's the family? I remember you had a, a little one uh, way back when. Is, yeah, he's bigger and he's crazier now. Aha. Uh-huh. So yeah, it, I got him out in the car actually. So I hope they hurry this up. <laughs> so uh, it been a big source of uh, material for you. Oh yeah, sometimes, sometimes he he does some crazy stuff, and uh, sometimes I'll slip it in the act. But you know, I try not to talk too much about him because I got others on. Hello. Yes, I'm here. I thought we I thought we lost contact with each other. I heard a big old beep. Oh no, no, it's just that's just a wonderful. Now that Skype, as David Feldman says, now that Skype uh, has been bought by Microsoft, you can you can tell that the acquisition is complete because now it's it's. Are awful. you jacking the internet? Is that what's going on? Yeah. You're not supposed to be using this channel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, um, I, Gorilla I, Podcast. For the for the benefit of the podcast listeners, I I forget your story exactly. I'll do the Mark Maron on you. Uh, where'd you come from? How did you get into get into stand up? Um, come, I come from New Orleans, and I kept getting fired off every job I had. So I was like, maybe I should turn this smart mouth into something that gets me ahead, so it gets me unemployment. So were you like a, a wiseacre at, at all your jobs and stuff? Is that why you kept getting fired? Pretty much. I uh-huh. just got a problem with an edit button. I don't have a filter. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Which I'm, I'm trying to find my filter as I, as I age, because it, 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 <laughs> it would probably be a blessing to be able to keep my damn mouth shut. So it, so so it hasn't gotten any easier as you've gotten as you've gotten older. No, I just get more obnoxious with my mouth. 
And I have less patience for people. I find my child gets all my patience. You know, <laughs> I only have so much. Uh huh. So you, you can't divvy it up. No, he gets it all. Cause I don't spank him. You know, I, I just I, he he gets all my patience. Were you spanked as a child? Uh, me? Uh, yeah, once or twice. Yeah, I was too. So I won't do that to him. Sometimes I see my stretch marks. I'm like, you know, he's got it coming, <laughs> but I don't do it. <laughs> So, uh, and, and how's your husband doing? I know he was, uh, you guys moved out from New York to Los Angeles, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's doing well. He's a stay-at-home daddy, so. Still? Okay. So he's, he's a, Yeah, that's what he does. That's his thing. Because I'm on the road, so, you know, he's the daddy. And uh, he does a good job. Well, that's cool. All right, he's not he's not going nuts being uh, around the house and getting a little stir-crazy? I don't know what he's doing. You know, I, I think he's doing a good job because the child, like, looks healthy and he smiles a lot, but <laughs> you never know. My, my kid has an ass fetish. She's always grabbing on women's butts. Yeah. So maybe maybe my husband's teaching him that shit when I'm on the road. Who knows what's going on? That, that could very well be. So I don't really don't care as long as my house is clean when I come home. I don't care what's going on. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, so do you find like when you get to be on stage though, that it kind of helps, uh, with the, the filtering problem, at least you have a, a more of a, a, I guess, a, a, a release valve? A focus for it. Yeah, I would imagine so. And I would imagine it, it helps. So, uh, is it things that, uh, life in general that, that gets under your skin with everybody or is it, uh, it, current events? I mean, everything? What's... Oh, it's all of it. Yeah, it's all of it. It just seems like every, everything's just getting so... Stupid. You, you know what I'm talking about? Don't you find that, you know, things just don't make sense anymore? Oh, yeah, yeah. But the men just make it up. They never get it right. Congress just makes it up. They don't get it right. Nobody just seems accountable for just doing responsible stuff. I mean, I'm irresponsible, but I know it. I don't pretend <laughs> not to be. Yeah. That's the difference. Nobody's relying on me to have my shit together, you know? Right, right. If, if, Except uh, my kid. Yeah, if you really want to uh, look at the, um, the the decline of Western civilization, just to hang out on Facebook for a while. <laughs> Truly. Holy cow. Truly. We're all becoming uh, stalkers who like to put pictures of ourselves up there. Well, not only that, but people would just believe, as, I, as I've said before on this podcast, it's Facebook, it's not Factbook. Yeah. I, I think people forget Although that. Although, I'll, I'll tell you what, I really do love Facebook. I'm like a 12-year-old. I love Facebook. Oh, oh, I love yeah. getting messages. I love seeing that I have new fans. I love interacting with people. It does make me happy. I'm on the road a lot, you know? Oh, sure. So, it, it, just, it feels like being connected. Oh, if you're insecure like me, it's great for personal uh, gratification. I get that. Right. It's just right. that when you see people say stuff like, Obama's spying on us because his, his star stuff is showing up in his newsfeed," <laughs> And I'm like, you idiot. If you mention a person who has a page like that, it shows up in the right. friend activity. Oh, my God. You, you have to stop. Animals. There's a lot of conspiracy theorists running around now because of the end of the world baloney that's supposed to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got it coming up you again in, uh, in 2012, too. Yeah, that's what they're saying. I don't know about all that. You know, at first I was like, oh, I want to survive it. Like, if the Earth is going to switch on its uh, axis and everything's going to get all weak and figure it, I want to maybe be in Colorado, you know, yeah. or Wyoming where it's safe. But then I went camping in Colorado for a few days, and I was like, hmm, I'm moving closer to the beach so the first wave so the tsunami can take me out because this is no way to live. Like, no Internet, no uh, television, no beer, no whiskey, Jeez. no showers. How, how are we all going to survive that? Yeah, we discovered uh, we're not big campers either. We went on a, a press trip to a, an amusement park in Indiana, and they had these uh, RVs that were fixed on the ground. So it, was, it wasn't like they were uh, like real RVs, but it was still pretty much RV living. And we found out after about three or four hours, uh, that's not for us. We're, we're very much hotel no. people. <laughs> no. Hotel, uh -huh. and, hotel uh -huh. with Wi-Fi people. Yeah, I, yeah. I like camping on my couch. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right in front of the glow of the TV, and mm -hmm. uh, that's all we need. So what are the kind of things you're talking about on stage these days? Oh, I don't know. I'm just trying to get my life together, you know. Still? It's always the same. I'm, I'm just trying to, <laughs> trying to get it together. So um, so how long have you been at this? 14 years. Okay. And you don't, do you still feel any more together then? You don't feel you're any more together than when you started? Oh, if anything, I'm worse. I'm more scattered now. Uh do you think your line of work uh, is kind of enables that? Because since you know, yeah, well, it's just because there's always so much to do. There's, I'm having an interview at the DMV. I mean, I've never yeah. this is this is a, is a very unusual experience. I'm actually talking to you with a paper over my face. The form I have to give them and get them money. <laughs> um, I actually have my face covered so I'm not that asshole who's screaming into the cell phone. You know, I'm surrounded by like 60 disgruntled people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, there was a time and place where I'd be like, yeah, call me at three. I'll be sitting down in an air-conditioned room with a, <laughs> you know, little classical music or some, some paper still playing in the background. <laughs> and, and now I'm talking to you sitting on a hard seat while I'm watching all these other people scowl. Uh, do you have to get your picture taken today? What's that? Do you have to get your picture taken today? A picture? No. I got, uh, no. Oh, this is just, a, just no. a license situation? No, if I had to get my pictures done, we'd have to move this interview. I'd be in the in the bathroom trying to put some pancake makeup on these uh these <laughs> bags under my eyes from lack of sleep. Hmm. Well, see, we've gotten you at the DMV. We've gotten Pardo at the car wash. We need someone that's actually getting their car repaired in Los Angeles next. Talk about how to arrange that. <laughs> I'm sure you can find that pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I'm going to insist now. Whenever I talk to anyone out there, that uh, can you do this from your vehicle or do do it from someplace that's related to your vehicle. It's all about your car out here. Everything is so widespread. Yeah, it's uh, well, that's why I guess it's kind of tough when you're a comic out there. If you want to get some time, it's, it's like in Los Angeles or in New York. Um, I know a guy that just moved out there. I know he goes to three clubs a night because the public transportation oh, yeah, system allows that. Yeah, you, you can do. I, I lived in New York. I used, there was one night I did 13, 13 shows. Holy Because all you got to do is keep bouncing on the subway. And once yeah. you know how to set up your shows and, and where you can get on the subway as quick as possible or like where you can catch a cab and not have to fight somebody on a Saturday night to get to your next spot, it's easy to do that kind of stuff. But out here, you, you, you're lucky if you can make two. Yeah. Two shows in one night. But of course, out there, they say if you want to do, you know, stand-up comedy and other stuff, then you need to be in Los Angeles. So. I think the, the Northeast is more about the comedy, but there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff popping in New York now, you know. Yeah. All right, ma'am. Well, um, right. the print part of this will be in City Beat next week. Uh, the podcast version of this will hopefully drop a week from Sunday. I'm hoping. Excellent. And then I will look on all your right, cool. website and promote all the dates that are coming after Cincinnati, so people know where to look for you, because. Um, uh, literally hundreds of people listen to this all over the country. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! It's up from man. it's up from cool. tens. Thank it's, you. We're up from tens, yeah. So we're we're really looking. That's cool. Yeah. Funny. All right. Thank you, Pia. All right, again, I'm sorry you have to keep calling back, baby. Oh, no but problem. I appreciate it. All right, baby. All right, Lisa. All right, thank you, man. Bye bye. bye, -bye. And thanks again to Lisa Landry for joining us from the DMV there in California. Uh, actually, we call it the DMV here in the Midwest. I guess it's the BMV for Bureau of Motor Vehicles in California. A little trivia for you there. Anyway, you can catch Lisa coming up October 14th and 15th, it looks like, at Stand Up Scottsdale in Scottsdale, Arizona. And then October 18th, she is at the Paradise Roadhouse in West Laco, Texas. You can see all of her dates at lisalandry.com. Easy enough. All right, it's time for the musical portion of PF's Tape Recorder, and uh, we have Mike Travers joining us once again. Uh, he plays some, you know, funny, silly songs. Uh, this one is called A Part of Me. 
Mike Travers with A Part of Me. and uh, But that goes right along with the uh, headline from fake news about uh, Uranus uh, getting pounded. Um, sort of. I mean, uh, and you know, of course, uh, scientists pronounce it Uranus, and uh, people who think they're funny pronounce it Uranus, and I would be in that latter category, of course. Uh, so anyway, that was Mike Travers, A Part of Me. Um, let me see. Just enough time to say like us on Facebook. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at PF66. The PF Tape Recorder logo is designed by Dan Cobell, and the music for PF Tape Recorder was composed by John Veropoulos with a little help from me, performed by John Veropoulos, Doug O'Connor, with a very tiny bit of help from me. Uh, that's it for this week's show. Uh, see you next week, and thanks for listening.